I think we can do Colossians 2, 16 and 17 in one session. Let's try it. Therefore, and we'll end with why is that there? How does it relate to what goes before? We'll come back to that. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or new moon or Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. The reason I put this word here, which means body, literally body, very common word, they're translating it substance, and I think that's okay, but the picture, I think, is like this. So there's the body standing, and it casts a shadow, and these are the shadow, food, drink, festival, new moon, Sabbath. So that cluster of externals are the shadow, and and the point is that they are shadows, those things, food and drink, all those rules, all those practices of festivals and new moons and Sabbaths and uh, rules about abstaining and eating and drinking are shadows pointing to things to come, namely Christ and his way of salvation in our day. And so if you are giving yourself to food and drink and festival and new moon as the way to avoid judgment and get Christ, you're missing the point. He has come. The body is here. He came into the world. He lived. He died, which will relate to this therefore here and what's gone before. Father, I pray as we try to understand the dangers here and escape them ourselves, that you would show us what the real problem is and help us to exalt Christ in the way we relate him to these kinds of shadows. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I think with the word Sabbath here, you get a clue that there's a Jewish background, probably. In other words, the people who are being misled in the church or are false teachers are coming out of a Jewish background in which they believe, no, we have to hold on to certain regulations about food and drink and festivals and new moons, or you will be judged. You will perish. If you don't do this, you won't be saved. I get that from Galatians comparing the Jewishness of that list. Now that you have come to know God, or rather be known by God, how can you turn back to the weak and worthless elementary principles, which is a word that's used in this context in Colossians, of the world whose slaves you want to be once more? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I'm afraid I've labored over you in vain. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law. Don't you listen to the law? And then he goes on to explain why the law itself is telling you not to do this. So these days, months, seasons, years are the same probably as these festivals, new moon, Sabbath, and it's a Jewish legal background. See the same thing in Hebrews. Since the law, the Old Testament law, has but a shadow of the good things to come, that's almost an exact phrase from Colossians. The law was a shadow of good things to come instead of the true form, substance, body of the realities. It can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered year after year, make perfect those who draw near. So 
Here, sacrifices are in view, but the same thing applies to the food, the drink, the festival, the new moon, the Sabbath. So all of that to say, probably the background here is a Jewish background with a failure to understand that the Old Testament uh, principles and laws and practices were a shadow pointing to the Messiah and that he has come and these things are now fading away. They don't have the kind of prominent role or necessary place in obedience that they once did. Consider this very next verse. These are the next two verses in Colossians. Let no one disqualify you. So that's the same idea of don't let them judge you. Don't let them uh, say you're damned if you don't do these things. Don't let them disqualify you like that, qualify you like that, insisting on asceticism. Now that word asceticism makes me think that the word food and drink here means not that you must eat this and you must drink this or you'll be judged, but rather don't eat this and don't drink this because that's what um, asceticism is. So this Jewish group is, is evidently influenced by an ascetic bent and involves in some way worship of angels. People really struggle to put together the false teaching behind the book of Colossians, but the least we can say is that it's got this Jewish background, it's got a list of rules, Somehow the worship of angels is involved, and that may well relate to these uh, rulers and authorities here that were put to an open shame back in verse 15. Going on in detail about visions puffed up without reason in their sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head, the, the substance, the body. That's the idea, the same, the same idea as we saw. In verse 17, these are a shadow of things to come, but the substance, the body, the person, the reality belongs to Christ. And here he says, if you don't hold fast the head, or let's say it the other way, if you give way to rules, like ascetic rules, don't eat this or you are damned, you are not holding fast to the head. You're holding fast to the shadow from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through the joints and ligaments, grows with the growth that is from God. In other words, the big issue here is Christ and the role he has in our salvation, replacing in his fullness the rules of food, drink, festival, new moon, Sabbaths, as though one would be judged rightly if one abstained from any of those things. Let's go to the next, the next phrase, or the next two verses. If with Christ you have died to the elemental principles of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish. They're just shadows. They're perishing. They're fading away, according to human precepts. So here, I think these elemental principles are these rules, which are the feasts and the new moons and the Sabbaths and the food and the drink. And he's saying the reason you should not be 
controlled by these, governed by these, judged by these, is because you're dead. You're dead. And you're acting like you're still alive in the world. Now that, to conclude, is what I think therefore refers to. What is therefore? Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you. Therefore, let no one take you captive. Therefore, don't act like you are not dead. Don't act like you are alive to these things. You're dead to these things. What went just before? What went just before was having been buried with him in baptism. You're dead in which you were also raised with him. You're alive to a new reality, the head, by the powerful faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And then this text that we spent so much time on, in which we have full forgiveness, because all of our record of debts that stood against, stood against us were nailed to the cross. But really what Paul is picking up on here is If you have died with Christ, don't act like rules, like don't handle, don't taste, don't touch, which were just passing away shadows, are still the realm in which you live. You don't live in that realm anymore. You are alive to Christ. So let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food or drink or with regard to festival and new moon as though you must practice asceticism in order to be saved. Those things are passing away shadows of things to come, and what has come is Christ, who is the substance. All those things are pointing to Christ as your food, Christ as your drink, festivals of celebrating Christ, monthly and weekly celebrations of Christ. He's the reality, not those rules. And so don't let anyone take you captive and pass judgment in that way.